There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Raptors Over Everything podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast platforms on YouTube. Like and subscribe there as well. That was a fun game, and boy, did the Toronto Raptors need that. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks handedly, 131-11. That Milwaukee team, I mean, uh, we'll we'll see where they go as we go forward in the season here, but not very impressive. They don't really play defense, and offensively, I, I mean, they scored 111 points. That's fine. Uh, it just seems like they're they're not really in sync in the way that they probably should be. But, I mean, they're early days of their season. Adrian Griffin, new coach, all that kind of stuff. So I just want to say that because they were not very good tonight. But the Toronto Raptors, that team was very good today. 130 points. Going through a few of the important stats from three, 15 of 37, 40%, 26 fast break points, 66 points in the paint. How did this game go the way it did? Well, Obviously, the offense was much better. Let's start on the defense, though, because what I've I've loved about this team so far, and obviously, you know, the start they had, not ideal offense is in the mud constantly, but they have not stopped defending. And that's really hard to do. I mean, again, it's early in the season, so I suppose in some ways it is a bit harder or a bit easier to, you know, get up for each game and to put that level of effort. But they are a very good defensive team, very challenging to, to score on. And if their offense is able to get to some kind of baseline, you know, we could be talking about an interesting team as you go forward in this season. But just starting with defense, if you want to stop the Bucks, what do you got to stop? You got to stop Dame and Giannis. And they had 31 points on nine of 20 shooting. They showed a lot of different looks to Dame and Giannis. And obviously with Giannis, the primary defender is going to be Ojin and Obi. I'm not sure if we have to even talk about what OG does because he's so effective at it. He's one of the best in the NBA. All defense has to be coming. Hopefully he stays healthy. Hopefully the Raptors perform good enough for him to get those kind of accolades, but he was terrific. But aside from that, they're meeting him early in possessions. As soon as he gets across half court with the ball, someone is getting in his space. There's baseline help. There's help all across the board. When OG uh, is defending Giannis up around the, the nail area, free throw line, extended area, you got six feet in the paint. There's one foot from the other four players, and you got OG and Anobi with two feet in there. They were crowding his spaces, and uh, they're making things really hard on him. And when it comes to Damian Lillard, I mean, Dennis Schroeder, was terrific. His screen navigation throughout this season so far has been sublime by all standards. And uh, sometimes, you know, obviously, as I mentioned, they're changing things up on him. Sometimes they're switching Scotty onto him. They were trapping on ball screens. Jakob Pertl did a really nice job of cutting off angles, making sure that Dame couldn't go too wide around those hedges and around those tags to make sure that he couldn't turn the corner and get downhill. Uh, they did a great job of keeping both of them out of the paint. And then when they did get there, there are bodies in front of them. Obviously, Malik Beasley, he goes off for 20 points, six of nine from three. I will take that any day. If he is the person that's beating you, that's okay. Also, just a shout out to Scotty Barnes, who's actually has a six defender on the court with him. And it is his yell. The way he yells at shooters, it's awesome. 
right? You can hear from probably up in the 500 level of the of uh, Scotiabank Arena. Very funny stuff. 500 level is actually where the media is, by the way, just so just so you know. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the defensive end side of things is that they were getting back on defense. The effort was there. And when the Bucks were able to find themselves, get into the basket, there's Jakob Pertl, who had four blocks today. He was terrific as well on both ends. And then offensively, we'll just stick with the two Raptor players that I just kind of mentioned, Dennis Schroeder and Jakob Pertl. Their pick and roll was kind of cooking tonight, all right? So there were some nice passes between uh, Dennis and, and Jakob. Uh, a few times, Dennis found him on the roll. And then there was also Jakob Pertl just circling the paint, being around the restricted area, finding some offensive rebounds. Dennis and Yak both had double doubles. Actually, three players on the Raptors had double doubles. You can include Scotty Barnes in that. He was also very good today. But the offense as a whole, 102.3 points per 100 plays, 15 offensive rebounds, as I mentioned, and 19 of 22 at the rim. And then in terms of their three-point shooting, which, as I mentioned, was very good. But it's interesting that in a game where... Grady Dick and Gary Trent Jr. shoot one of 13. The Raptors are still so effective from three. And why? Because Pascal and Scotty shot nine of 14 from three. Holy smokes. If those two are hitting their threes at a decent clip, a league average clip, it changes so much about what the Raptors are offensively. Now, all of a sudden, you can't just clog the paint in the way that you you probably want to as an opposing team. Now, eight, now there's driving lanes for an OG Ananobi who had a couple of nice drives towards the rim today. Also, the Yaka Pertle, Dennis Schroeder pick and roll is more effective because you have decent three-point shooting at those corners. Those are your two best players. And I want to see more of the possessions going towards those two. And if that is the case, they're going to be getting more efficient offense, better offense, quality offense. And now everything is just going to hum much better for this team. And in transition, they continue to do a great job of pushing the pace. They average 185.7 points per 100 per 100 transition plays. Uh, that's a pretty good number. Um but uh, it's part of their their ethos of this team is to push the ball, especially off of misses. And they did a much better job on this day of defensive rebounding. It was gang rebounding. They were all chipping in. And then also at the same time, they're hitting that head-to-head pass. They're getting the ball down the floor. I enjoyed, especially today, is that we saw Pascal Siakam and Scotty Barnes getting more post-up touches. Um, it's something that I think the, the coaching staff – it's not really part of the system that they're trying to implement, but at some point it is about the players that you have and what's best for those players. How do you get the best out of a Pascal Siakam? How do you get the best out of a Scotty Barnes? And sometimes bully ball is what you need to do. You need to use Pascal Siakam on the block in those post-ups because that's how you get the best version of him. And sometimes you do have to cater to the players that you have. It's easy points right there. And then all of a sudden you draw two, kick out pass, swing three. It can be that simple for this team when they want to, you know, operate that way. And it doesn't have to be what they are all the time. And when we saw isolation basketball, what it was last season, not fun. I think you can mix it up a little bit. And that's probably where you're going to find the best version of the Raptors and their half court offense. Um, Let's go to Scotty Barnes. As I mentioned, he got a few possessions where he was doing his bully ball thing. Did some on Beasley, did some on Connaughton. He had a possession where he bullied Giannis on the drive. Yes, I saw that. Yes, that was awesome. And yes, I want to see more of it. Scotty Barnes and Pascal going towards the rim with, with force is what this team needs, especially in space. And in that possession I mentioned, he had space. And that's what we want to see. And then if the double does happen, as in this case where he found Otto Porter Jr. in the corner, you want to see that. That is 
easy offense for this team. That's what they need right now. And uh, just going on again with Scotty Barnes, 21 points, 8 of 16 overall, 4 of 6 from 3, 12 rebounds, 5 of those offensive, lots of tap outs generated from the Raptors today, uh, which was... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A great sign for their offense and how they're going to be able to not not rig the system like they did last season, but just get more more possessions because they're going to need those. I mean, this was a nice, nice game for them, but this isn't indicative of what their offense is going to be, especially in the half court game by game. It helped that they're playing the Milwaukee Bucks that seemingly don't want to play defense at all. So that was interesting, <laughs> but uh, that, that was good for Scotty Barnes to have this kind of game. And uh, again, offensively, uh, a transition three that he hit. Just love seeing these threes go down. Um, I mentioned it earlier. If Pascal and Scotty hitting threes, everything changes for this team. But then also, I mean, his energy was awesome. Pushing the ball, active feet, aggressive stunts towards Giannis, especially with, you know, offering baseline help or also, you know, help from the strong side, whatever the case was, he was able to recover and get back to his man. Just a very busy dude on both ends today. Great game from Scotty. Dennis Schroeder, I mentioned a moment ago, just the defense on Dame was terrific. Pick and roll with the act. Has so much room for growth as well. And we saw Dennis hit a few mid-range shots. We saw him hit a floater over Brooke Lopez. These are ways in which they're going to be able to extend the defense and stretch it out a little bit. And now some of these passes that were turnovers today could end up actually being, you know, more effective. But at the same time, it's interesting that they're able to get and be as productive as they were in this game. But at the same time, they could probably get even more effective, like the screening angles, some of the, the timing between the the release of the screen and the rolling and when Dennis would start his drive. And if, if Jakob is in a good spot with his, his flat screen, which he prefers to, to, to do for Dennis, weren't always there. And so that's actually exciting that despite all that, they're able to put up some pretty great numbers and there's also room for growth. So good stuff from Dennis. Um, you know, another double double for him, 24 points, 11 rebounds, nine of 13 shooting. The three continues to fall for him as well. They're going to need that. No question about it. Pascal Siakam, 26 points, six rebounds, seven assists, five of eight from three, nine of 13 overall. Pascal looked fast today. And I haven't said that in a couple of games. In the first home opener, it looked like he had a bit of a, a jump to him. But today, he looked fast again. And that's, again, what you need from Pascal Siakam. That's where he finds his most dynamic self is when he's in, in the open court, when he's getting to his mid-range, when he's getting into his pull-ups, when he's able to get downhill and just create havoc and then make those kick-out passes. We saw more of that today. And I mentioned it with Scotty. I saw it with Pascal t- today, too. More post-up possessions. It's okay for them to incorporate some of these possessions to get the best out of Pascal Siakam. He does his post-ups. He faces up. He sees the defense. He sees where the double's coming from. It's a quick pass out. It's a swing. Three. This is it's just so simple for the Raptors if they want to, you know, use this kind of offense. And also, I mean, Pascal's a great passer. He had seven assists today. And the last game where he took, you know, 21 shots and the game before that, he only took eight 
mean, we don't want to see Pascal Siakam only taking eight shots. That's not the way it should be. And 21 may be a little bit more than we might want to see, considering, you know, just possession by possession, where the where the possession should be divvied out, you know, player to player. But what we do need to see is Pascal Siakam passing the ball. And he had seven assists today. He hadn't had more than four assists in any game outside of the home opener. That's, again, how you're going to get more more paint touches for the team, more aggression on the offensive side, and also a better flow to the offense. And if you're getting more flow offensively, you're getting a better defense as well. Jakob Pertl, just want to mention him because I mentioned the four blocks and you know some of the points that he had today. He was 7 of 10 from the field. He had 14 points, 11 rebounds, four offensive rebounds, four blocks, and he got some foul trouble for a moment there, but it wasn't uh, anything to really worry about. I just love that Yak is such a good soldier. Like you can you can ask any big. It's not always fun to go up to the level, set those screens, roll to the basket. Okay, it doesn't work. Okay, now come back out. Let's set another screen. Okay, roll to the basket. Okay, it doesn't really work out. He's doing this running back and forth constantly. And bless his heart, he does it happily. And sometimes, okay, now he's going over to the wing and he's setting a screen. Or maybe it's a DHO and now he has the ball in his hands. Now he's playmaking. Oh, wait, now it's time to do offensive rebound. He just does it all for the Raptors. He is a connective piece and uh, you need that from someone in your starting lineup. And all the players, they kind of do their part, but he seems like he's really embraced that part of his game. And uh, it's just so effective for, for the Raptors. Going to some of the bench pieces, Malachi Flynn, I mean, quality game for him, right? He didn't make too many mistakes. He was pretty good offensively. He got uh, he touched the paint a few times. He was breaking down his uh, his defender with his dribble, and he was getting in the paint. He was making some really nice kickout passes. He found Otto Porter Jr., among other players. That was good to see for Malachi. He's finding his confidence a little bit. Does this go forward? I don't know. As I mentioned, Milwaukee, not very good defensively. So he's able to do it maybe against a poor defensive team. Can he do it against a better defensive team? But I think it's important that Malachi just has some good games, string them together, find some confidence. You know, he didn't uh, have too many points. He had, what, two points. He had a, a, a floater late in the game with his left hand. That was good. I saw him working on his left hand floaters uh, at uh, practice the other day. So I guess it's working out for him. But uh, three rebounds, four assists, three steals. So a good performance from Malachi. Just keep on building off of it. Otto Porter Jr., he's finally back. 15 minutes, two threes, three rebounds, one assist, a couple of tap-outs. I mean, it's immediate impact. And this is, I was wondering when we were going to see Otto Porter Jr. I've been waiting for it because this man is very talented. We haven't seen him in a while. Maybe some of us have forgotten, but he is as effective of a role player as you're going to find. And it doesn't matter if it's 0.5 basketball, whatever system you want to run, Otto Porter Jr. can play that and he can be productive in those minutes. This man, just a few years ago, he was starting at the five for the Golden State Warriors when they won an NBA championship. If he's healthy, he's helping your team. That's like point blank. That's what's happening. And he was a stabilizer when he was on the floor. I mean, some of the minutes when the, the bench was on the on the court over the past few games have not been great. And I saw that, you know, Darko was doing some tinkering with some of those. We didn't we didn't see Jalen McDaniels today. And I guess Otto Porter Jr. has taken his minutes in the at the in the immediate future, at least for, for right now. But uh, as soon as he comes in, it's good entry passes. He's tagging on drives, peel switching on time, tap outs, as I mentioned. And uh, there was a case where he generated a tap out. Offensive rebound, then he sets a screen for Malachi. The Milwaukee Bucks, they double. Malachi, sorry, it wasn't Malachi, it was Gary Trent Jr. Gary finds Otto Porter Jr. Uh, roll into the basket, and then he makes a quick, fast read, finds Scotty for three. 
right? It's like the small things, the small details are what the Raptors are sometimes lacking, especially with, you know, lineups that don't have all their starters. The starters kind of do these things, but they need that also from their bench. And Otto Porter Jr., just, he does it, man. And I, I, I love that he was on the court today, 15 minutes of action. And, you know, the bench themselves, uh, I believe they had tw- 26 points in this one, um, much better than, you know, a lot of other games where they haven't had too much to say in terms of uh, points on the board and also plus minus and that and stuff like that. Like it would be, you know, in cases like we've seen the past few seasons where the bench comes in, they lose the lead. Now the starters have to come in and uh, kind of get it back. And it was good to see that that didn't happen today. But as I mentioned, Milwaukee, not very good defensively. Pretty bad, actually. Uh, pretty porous. So tomorrow, the Raptors, they're going to face the 76ers again. We remember remember how things went last time they played. Let's see how it goes. This team did not want to go one and four, okay? Uh, it's a bad way to start the season. Obviously, it's early, but it's just a, it's a sour way to, to start a season with a new coach, new ethos, new philosophy, new energy. And it was great to see that they came out guns a-blazing, ready to take this game for the Milwaukee Bucks. And now, you know, they're two and three, much better feeling at least. And now they go to Philadelphia and they got to try and pick up a, a big win tomorrow. The minutes were down for most of the starters. You know, not too bad. Who played the most? Pascal Siakam with 32 minutes. Everyone else played under 30. So hopefully they're feeling good tomorrow. My name's Emmett Mann. Rate, review, subscribe on your podcast platforms. YouTube, like, and subscribe there as well. We'll talk to you tomorrow.